Welcome to Listen Up, a Marine Log podcast. I'm John Snyder, publisher and editor of Marine Log. Over the last few years, the marine industry has begun to embrace increased digitalization and automation to improve the efficiency of its operations through increased communication, information exchange, analytics, monitoring, and analysis. But this increased interconnectivity also brings with it associated cyber threats. Marine industry owners and operators need to be aware of the proper techniques to assess their risks and mitigate them. To gain some insight, Marine Log spoke with Alyssa Cassie, Lloyd's Register's Product Manager for Cybersecurity for Marine and Offshore Business. We spoke with Cassie about the state of the maritime cybersecurity market and what companies should be doing to mitigate cyber threats. So, I'm Elisa Cassi and I'm Product Manager for Cybersecurity for Lloyd's Register and in particular for Maritime and Offshore. And before joining Lloyd's Register, um, I worked for 20 years in the IT and cybersecurity space. Um, I come from a company called BA Systems that is a cybersecurity and defense provider. And um, within BA Systems, I covered a very similar role. So, I was Product Manager for Cybersecurity. And in particular, um, I've been working on the financial sectors. And um, as you might be aware, financial sector is a little bit more mature from a cybersecurity perspective than the maritime industry. And um, I might say that maybe the solutions that I'm seeing implemented on the financial sectors now are going to come in our industry, maybe in five or seven years' time. And so that was a nice introduction to cybersecurity um, from the point of view of, of technology. So on that particular for that particular employee, I worked a lot on technologies like machine learning, social network analysis, and analytics. But it's something I think is coming um, in the next few years uh, also for our uh, clients in the maritime organization. Um, since I joined Lloyd's Register, I worked um, on defining a portfolio because um, Clearly, uh, Lois Register is a classification society, and we have been focusing a lot on the traditional business, but we understand there is the need of adding to our uh, uh, services the cybersecurity aspect. So nowadays, you cannot say that a vessel is safe unless you also check the security from a cyber perspective, because, uh, of course, the two aspects, the virtual reality and uh, um, what is the real world, uh, are uh, overlinked. Um, so that is uh, my background, so for sure IT and cybersecurity for the last 20 years and um, what I see as my responsibility within LR is about understanding what are our client needs uh, from cybersecurity perspective and uh, deciding what to add to our portfolio so that we can cover those requirements for them. Certainly cybersecurity is, is becoming more important. Last year there was the NotPetya malware attack and particularly it had a impact on one of the world's largest shipping companies, AP Muller Maersk, uh, which really opened a lot of people's eyes to the vulnerability of the maritime industry's uh, IT systems. Uh, has anything changed since then? Are maritime companies addressing cybersecurity more seriously? Yes, I think the MERS case was really uh, a wake-up call for the maritime organization. So before MERS, um, the um, idea that uh, shipping companies at about cybersecurity was that, of course, you could have a ransomware attack where someone could try to get uh, financial benefit uh, from um, stealing information, sensitive data, 
or even intellectual property. Or you could have someone, an attacker, that was just trying to uh, see if they can make it, just trying sabotaging your navigation systems and proving that actually an act is not a safe and secure system. Uh, after mask. Yeah, I think it became clear that uh, we are facing a completely different threat uh, within the maritime industry. So what happened on, on mask is quite peculiar. So it was not an attack that was designed for the maritime industry at all. So it was for the financial uh, sectors. And what happens is that because of tensions, political tensions between Ukraine and Russia, a piece of wiper malware was developed and was uh, uh, targeting initially just the financial sectors so financial institution within Ukraine. What happened is that uh, the piece of code was written so well that it propagated so quickly that also other industries were affected. And if we see the mass case, what happened is just amazing. So uh, an employee opened an attachment in an email and, uh, and then the lateral spread met all the endpoints, all the laptops and servers uh, becoming infected in a very, very short time. And the reaction from MERS was really impressive. So they managed to replace all their infrastructures in a very, very short time. So they had to replace 4,000 new servers and they replaced all the applications of the servers. They replaced even the PCs. They had to replace 45,000 PCs. So um, I think what are these men to our organizations and to the maritime industry is that no matter if we work on, on an industry that is uh, supposed to be less mature, we are facing exactly the same threats that are out there for the financial institutions, uh, oil and energy, uh, transport. So what is important from my point of view is that we are now aware that we need to look at the cybersecurity from threats perspective. Being, being more mature and being able to react in case of a breach because it could happen to any organization, no, big, uh, no matter how big or how small they are, it could happen. What are the potential risks if your cyber security is not optimal? All right, the risk is to be breached. So as we said, and we have explained about mask, um, the risk of a cybersecurity breach uh, is just not an IT problem. It's true uh, on the mask case, uh, an entire infrastructure has to be replaced, but what really matters from my point of view is the business impact of a breach. So you could have uh, reputation damage. Uh, your clients could, uh, could stop trusting you because actually you're not protecting their sensitive information properly. Um, it is loss of customers, loss of sales, a reduction in profits. Uh, um, so it has a business consequence. That's why uh, I like to say the cybersecurity challenge is not a challenge for the IT team. It is for the CEO. It is a problem to be taken to the board because actually the impact of a cybersecurity breach could be uh, dramatic from a business perspective. Lloyd's Register has certainly been undergoing a number of changes to support the maritime industry's cybersecurity concerns. I was wondering if you could talk about that. Yes, um, as a classification society, we realize that actually we should invest on cybersecurity so that we do not only check you know, the safety aspect of uh, all the uh, assets uh, belonging to our clients, but also we check the cybersecurity. Um, so what we did, um, we put together a nice, a nice business case and we decided that as opposite to creating small uh, siloed uh, projects, we are going to invest on acquiring a company. So we have quite a company called Netitude. It's a cybersecurity provider. It's based in US and UK, but they can deliver the services globally. 
and um, and Jeff got a very nice proposition that I, I like to say uh, is in line with what the BIMCO framework would tell you. So uh, an attitude approach to uh, cyber security is to start from the threat. Once you understand who could attack you, so what is the threat that you could be facing, then you could decide what is the cybersecurity strategy that you want to define. But till you don't have the understanding of what is out there that could be a threat for yourself, you really do not have the instruments and the information to decide what your IT budget is going to be, what your cybersecurity budget is going to be, and most of all, around what critical assets you want to, to spend your, your budget. So the, the portfolio that we, we have got now um, comes from uh, the service that we got from, from Netitude and it's mainly based on uh, six uh, product lines. Um, the foundation is the threat intelligence. So basically we want to allow our clients to understand what is the threat that they could be facing. And once they understand that, then we can offer governance risk and compliance so that they become, become uh, compliant with the TMSA framework, the BIM code, the Coast Guard, and um, in the future with the IMO in 2021. Um, clearly understanding what, that, what is the risk that is affecting the critical functions that is the most important thing. And, and then we could... Um, offer the um, technical assurance. So are you really aware of how you are protected, how difficult it is to reach your intellectual property? And uh, we believe that penetration testing, vulnerability assessment, red teaming is the only way to understand what is actually the type of exposure that you have to cyber risk. And uh, there are some particular scenarios where a client understands that there are some uh, threats that is facing that are maybe mm, more relevant and the risk that they are keen to accept is lower than maybe um, the, the average. So they could decide that they want to invest in a provider that will, will just work out the cyber security for them. It's the case where you just delegate a provider to uh, a sort of model of the security services. So someone else would uh, look after your cyber security from a management perspective, so they're going to look at your cybersecurity devices, they're going to manage them, they're going to check your logs, so you're going to collect cybersecurity logs. Yeah, someone uh, through technologies like the machine learning, the analytics, the SIM, so the signatures and rules uh, type of uh, applications, will check if actually they can spot the early sign of an attack and by collecting all this information together they could uh, highlight to a client if there is the likelihood of an accident to happen. Um, and then, of course, address the um, soft side. So people is one of the most important aspects of uh, the cybersecurity. So uh, as long as your employees are prepared and aware of the cybersecurity risks, then you can defend your business. And so we decided as uh, lawyers Register to partner with a company called Axelos that develops um, a very nice type of e-learning. It's not just that check-the-box uh, type of uh, training. It's more about the psychology of, of the user. So it's about um, allowing all the employees uh, to change their mindset and to understand how the attacker would think so that they can actually put in practice um, the type of um, remediation that is within the people factor. So if you are prepared and aware of the cyber risk, then you're not going to open the door to the attacker. That is the proposition. And of course, the strategy is one of the most important aspects that we have got in our portfolio. So, how do you define a strategy? We can support our clients in uh, defining 
uh, cybersecurity strategy around the business um, are extra critical uh, from um, uh, the point of view of the board. That is quite crucial. Also, I, I wanted to get a feel for how your uh, guidance fits with, uh, and you had mentioned uh, you know, the guidance uh, from BIMCO and then also companies preparing uh, for regulations that come into effect in 2021. How does that all fit together with, with uh, the coming regulations? Yes, so um, clearly we've got a BIMCO, uh, there is a framework that would um, highlight an approach that needs to be followed by all the maritime organizations. So basically BIMCO will tell you you need to understand what is the threat and then understand what are the vulnerabilities, uh, understand the level of risk that you can accept and then decide how you want to develop your uh, protection and how you're going to react to a breach if this happens. And those are the foundations that we utilize for uh, defining uh, our cybersecurity portfolio. Um, clearly there are not uh, a set of uh, precise requirements within the BIMCO framework and uh, this could of course become an issue because cybersecurity um, is quite difficult to be tackled and maritime uh, organizations need to understand what is exactly the framework they need to invest in. So um, we are uh, as an industry waiting um, for the 2021 when IMO um, will um, produce a new set of requirements that will highlight from a more um, rigorous way what is the right approach for cybersecurity. Clearly, when this is going to become um, mandatory, so mandatory requirements from IMO um, uh, means that uh, our cybersecurity organization, um, maritime organizations will need to, to have cybersecurity implemented before that particular deadline, 2021. Um, and it's not just a quick job. So when you think uh, you can deploy technology, that's okay, but you need to make sure that also the people and the process factors are, um, are looked at. So, if you want to be effective in defining your cybersecurity defenses, you need to invest on your people. So you need to make all of your employees aware that they could be the vector for an attacker to breach in. So you need to invest properly on identifying those um, requirements from process perspective as well, not just uh, from technology perspective, that would allow you to um, become compliant in 2021. So what we like to say is a continuous process, it's a continuous improvement process. Uh, so far we have got TMSA for the tank operator sectors, we've got BIMCO, yes, Coast Guard. Um, there are nice frameworks and there's a nice, nice foundation that we have, but we are in need of more precise requirements so that all the shipping organizations understand exactly what is to be implemented. And as an LR, as a classification society, we're working with IMO so that um, we can bring our, our point of view or to the conversation and we can support um, IMO on defining those requirements, uh, having in mind which are the peculiarities of all the OT components on board the vessels as well as uh, the components that are um, in the headquarters, you know, cargo management systems and so on. Right, now what key advice would you uh, give maritime companies in regards to cybersecurity? Yes, I think the, the key advice would be just uh, to look at cybersecurity from an holistic perspective. So not just identifying uh, a piece of technology that can solve the problem that you have now, that would just cost you some money that are going to be in need of being replaced in maybe six months time when a new vulnerability is, is closed and uh, that, that piece of technology that you bought is not up to the role anymore. So our uh, advice is just to start 
by identifying which are the critical uh, assets from a business perspective that you need to uh, protect. And that's why the, the board needs to be involved and needs to own the cybersecurity problem. So identify the business assets you want to protect, understand which are the threats, and then build a cybersecurity posture that is based not only on technology, also on process and people. Well, terrific. Uh, Alyssa, I, I appreciate your time. Oh, well, my pleasure, really.